Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. What I want to do is share my responses to some common questions I see coming in from listeners via email. And the questions have a wide variety, but I see a few themes that I want to tackle today. Questions related to, will this specific food, and the food varies, take me out of fat burning mode? Or what is the right food to eat at this time or before this activity to make sure I stay in fat burning mode? I will be addressing those questions today. And also some what seem like mindset questions initially, but really are not. Things like feeling frustrated with yourself because you know what you want. You know why you want it. You want it really bad, and it's even very important to you, but you continue to not do what you need to do to really make a change. I used to do these kinds of episodes on a regular basis, Q&A episodes, and I'd love to get back into it if you have questions for me that you want to hear me address on an upcoming episode, or if you just like this format, please head over to the show notes page on primalpotential.com to let me know your thoughts, feedback, and questions if you have them. Before we dive in, thanks to all of you who wished me well when I shared that I had my egg retrieval procedure last Friday. I don't feel quite back to land of the living yet. I had a little bit of complication related to the anesthesia afterwards, um, after I was released, but uh, I am on the mend. We'll keep today's episode very direct related to problems and solutions to those problems. And I am going to kick off talking about a solution to a problem before I get to specific questions, a a solution to a problem that I am currently facing, and that is the need for detoxification, right? You guys know that I've been on a course of hormone treatments and going into and out of um, a medical center almost daily for several weeks. And now that that is all behind me, I need to detox. Now, not everybody's in the same situation that I am in, but we are all exposed to so many toxins every single day in the air, in food, in the water that we drink. And there might be specific times that you feel like you just need a detox, which is how I am feeling right now. Now, before I tell you how I am tackling this in my own life, let me first say that the best way 
to detox is to limit the toxins coming into your body. It is crazy that some people just want to jump into a drink or a pill or a lotion or a potion without first addressing the big thing. How are these toxins coming into my system? Where and when and how am I being exposed to them? And what can I do to reduce that? So things like eliminating processed foods, choosing organic, choosing higher quality meats, whether that's grass-fed, grass-finished, organic, getting a water filter, not just for the water you drink, but also for your shower. And I will link to the water filter that I love in the show notes, as well as an episode I did on water filtration. That's number one. Beyond that, You guys know I'm not a huge fan of supplements for everyday use. I think we should be focusing on the root of the problem and really addressing things like diet, like stress, like sleep, like reducing toxic exposure. But after illness, injury, exposure to stress, you might feel like you need a little bit of assistance. That is how I feel right now. And I am using activated charcoal to help in capsule form. I shared with you guys a few weeks back, I also use activated charcoal in my toothpaste when I did that episode uh, where I mentioned at the end what was in my most recent order to Thrive Market. I told you that I had that activated charcoal toothpaste in there because it's a powerful whitening agent, which is related to how it helps with detox because it has this ability to bind and remove toxins and other agents like that. But when we're talking about taking it orally, not using it as a toothpaste, it is a great detox agent because it's so absorptive. It binds to toxins so that you are able to eliminate them. I'll tell you a little bit more about it, but before I do, I want to give you a couple of warnings. Number one, Activated charcoal can constipate you, so start slow. If you read on a bottle that it says, you know, take two capsules a couple times a day, start with one once a day, right? And make sure that it doesn't impact your regularity before you add any more. Make sure you're drinking lots of water, that you're staying away from processed foods. The second thing I want you guys to just be aware of, if this is something you feel like you want to give a try, Do not take it at the same time as you take any other prescription drugs because it can bind to those drugs and prevent their absorption. So we don't want that. Activated charcoal is not a new thing. Sometimes we hear something we haven't heard before and we assume it must be a fad. This goes back thousands of years to ancient Chinese medicine, so it's not some new, weird, freaky paleo thing. It's also, it goes beyond whitening toothpaste, it goes beyond detox, and helps with things like heart health and anti-aging. And activated charcoal can be made from many things, but when I buy it, I look for activated charcoal made from coconut shells. They burn the coconut shells, and when you burn it, you remove all of the oxygen, and what you have left is this charred material, charcoal, that is so absorbent, and it has all, like, millions and millions of pores that allow it to capture, whether it's heavy metals, chemicals, toxins of any kind, and remove them. In fact, the The absorptive capacity of activated charcoal is like thousands of times its own weight. It's the weight of the charcoal itself. So I get mine from Thrive Market 
because it's so much cheaper there. About 35% cheaper, and that matters a lot to me. I will link to what I'm taking to help with detox after this procedure, as well as to that whitening toothpaste for those of you that are curious over on the show notes. Don't forget that if you decide to try shopping through Thrive Market, use the URL uh, thrivemarket.com forward slash primal potential because that way you will save an additional 25% on your first order. So if we're talking about products that are already 35% cheaper, you get an additional 25% off of that on your first order, plus free shipping on that first order. And because Thrive Market's kind of like a Costco-like thing, it's a membership site that provides discounts to people who have decided to be a member. When you go through that URL, thrivemarket.com forward slash primal potential, you get a free 30-day membership trial so that you can see, is this worth it for me? Am I saving money? Do I like the kinds of products that they have? So just give that a try. That's my detox tip for the day, my solution to my own problem and a problem that I think many of you share. Now, onto your specific questions or problems and my ideas for solutions. Let's start with the first question. This one came via email. It says, do you have any tips on how to figure out my, in quotes, why, my why of overeating and carrying too much weight? Like, can you help me figure out why I'm doing this to myself? She says, I can visualize myself at a healthy weight. I can see all the energy I spend trying to quote, dress the fat in order to make myself as presentable as possible. I can see all the positive reasons to consistently eat healthier, move more and lose weight. And yet I have to fight so hard to change my habits. I feel like there's some sort of payoff in my mind to be fat, but I can't figure out my why. I could be wrong, but I feel like if I understood what my payoff was, then I could address the root of the problem to help me make positive changes. Any tips for getting me to the why I look for comfort in food. So I agree in theory that understanding is important, but sometimes change is just hard because of habit, because we are used to this. And because let's not overlook what's super obvious. Food is good. Food tastes really good. We have a chemical release when we consume foods we really like. So sometimes it's just this is a habit. Habits are really hard to change and food is good. So the reason that I point that out is because there's a lot of value in thinking, but there's way more value in action, right? Here's where we find most of our answers. And this is a situation where this person is looking for an answer. We find most of our answers in practice, not in theory. When I'm working with my Fat Loss Fast Track clients and somebody has a question, for example, about their journal, am I doing this part right? What should I be putting in here? I remind them that they find their answers not in their heads, not in their thoughts, not in my head, not in my thoughts, not in theory, but in practice. So in this case, the advice that I gave to her was leave thought and choose action, choose experience. Stop waiting to figure it out as if that is the missing piece. Instead, wake up tomorrow morning and say, I know what I want and I understand why I want it. On this day, what am I able and willing to do to create it? Understanding that I don't have to be able and willing to do everything, but what am I able and willing to do today? And then instead of running this loop of like, I don't understand what's wrong with me. Why am I not doing it? There must be a payoff for being so fat. Instead of staying there, you're breaking out 
out of that paralyzing thought cycle where no change can happen. You're turning off the thought faucet and you're saying, there is something I want to change. What am I able and willing to do to change it? You are removing the story. You are removing any drama. You're removing all of the theory and you are going to practice. And initially, that redirection, that reframing, it's going to take effort. You have to intentionally leave that thought cycle of like, what's wrong with me? There must be some reason that I'm choosing to do this. Maybe if I understand why it's working for me to be fat, then I'll change. No, intentional redirection is going to take effort. Just like if you're trying to learn a new language, you have to intentionally say, nope, say it in Spanish. Nope, say it in Spanish. Nope, say it in Spanish a lot before you're just speaking Spanish. And this is the same in a lot of ways. When you find yourself stuck in any thought loop that isn't productive, that doesn't move you forward, that doesn't help you create change, ask yourself, what is it that I want? And what can I do just for today to create that change? No theory, no whys, no understanding needed, just leaving thought and choosing action. The second question I want to tackle with you guys today comes in many forms, and the answer is pretty much the same regardless of what the question is. And I'm going to share a couple of variations of the question, and I'm going to answer each of them specifically, but you'll see that what is behind the answer is the same. One question came in, uh, I'm a hockey ref. What is the best fat-burning food I could eat before I go on the ice? Another question came in, can I eat dairy and still be in fat-burning mode? And another question said, can I force my body out of fat storage mode by exercising right after eating sugar? If not, then where is the body getting the extra energy to work out? So I'm going to answer each one of them so you can see the nuances, but focus on the big picture behind all of the answers. So with the first one, can you, well, we'll start with the dairy one. Can you eat dairy and still be in fat burning mode? I think it would be helpful for everyone to think about this differently. Either you're using fuel on your body or you are using fuel you gave your body. Using fuel on your body could be body fat. It could be muscle glycogen, liver glycogen, sugar in your blood. Using fuel you gave your body is I just had a meal or a snack, right? If you eat anything, dairy, steak, sugar, your body is going to meet its fuel needs with that. You are only in fat burning mode when essentially two conditions are met. You are not in a postprandial state. Postprandial means after a meal. So you're not in a state where you are immediately after a meal or snack. Another way to look at that is insulin is low. And the reason for that part is if you just ate whatever it is, Your body doesn't need fat for fuel in that moment because you just gave it fuel. And the other condition is you will be in fat burning mode only if you do not have ample muscle and liver glycogen stores. And I talk about that in detail in episode nine on carb spillover. I'll link to that. So if you just ate, no matter what you ate, dairy or anything else, your body doesn't have a need to burn fat. It doesn't need fat for energy because it has what you just ate for energy. Your body doesn't burn fat to be nice to you because 
you want to fit into your jeans. It burns your fat when it needs it for fuel. So if you've just had a meal or a snack, the body says, oh, there's fuel in the pipeline. And in that case, it's not going to go through the very energy expensive process of releasing fat from the adipose tissue, having it travel to another cell to be burned, burning it when it has a stomach with food in it, easily accessible energy. The goal is not to be in fat burning mode every second of the day because we need to give our body nutrients. And when we give our body those nutrients, it's like, oh, I'm going to use this for energy. Great. Great. That's good. This idea of if I eat this, am I in fat burning mode or is this a fat burning food reflects of an incomplete understanding of why and when your body burns fat. Again, you are not in fat burning mode right after you've had a meal. You are in burn that food mode. Your body doesn't need to burn fat. You're in fat burning mode when you're not in a postprandial state, i.e. insulin is low, and you don't have an overage of muscle and liver glycogen stores. So this next question, what's the best thing to eat before I work out or before I go on the ice and be a hockey ref? Well, the best thing if fat burning is your goal during that workout is nothing. But if you need a little fuel, as little as possible and not more than you need. And keep in mind, people think, oh, I couldn't get through the workout without it. You could. Even somebody with 10% body fat, which is very low body fat, has tens of thousands of calories available to their body in the form of their stored fat. And those of us with more than 10% body fat, myself included, have way more than those tens of thousands of calories available as fuel. But if we're thinking about food before a workout, as little as possible and not much more than you need or not more than you need, and keep in mind that certain foods are going to keep you in that that postprandial state, that digestive and absorptive state longer. So keep it simple and keep it small. That final question, can you force your body out of fat storage mode by exercising right after eating sugar? Your body doesn't necessarily go into fat storage mode just because you ate sugar. So let's differentiate between storage mode and fat storage. Yeah, your body will say there's fuel in the pipeline, so we need to use it. But whether or not that is used to be stored as fat depends on how much energy you need right now, if you ate more than that, and also how much of your muscle and liver glycogen storage space, because that space is limited, is available. So if you exercise right after you eat sugar, yeah, your body might use that as fuel, but in a postprandial state, you're in storage mode. Whether or not you're in fat storage mode depends on how much you ate versus how much your body needs, because what we're curious about is how much is left over in excess of your body's needs and has to be stored. But whether or not it's stored as fat depends on if you still have storage space available in that muscle and liver glycogen. So what you ate previously, how active you ate pre- or how active you were previously really is what determines the state of your muscle and liver glycogen storage capacity. And I talk about that in episode nine way back when, which I will link to. I hope you guys enjoyed these answers to these questions. If you have questions, if you like this format, head over to the show notes and let me know what you think. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. 
Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online. Schedule package pickups through the dashboard and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com, code, program.